And welcome to another session of Pip Talk Podcast. On today's episode, I have with me accompanied the main man who goes by the name of Az. Um, for those in the Discord, you'll know him as Lit Cap Z. How you doing, bro? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me on the show. Always a pleasure. So, um, you know, a lot of people have requested you to really get on the show so they could ask a lot of questions and find out the best way to go around um, the strategies that pretty much you're providing. Um, but what I wanted to say formally, first and foremost, is um, Lit Cap Z, we'll call him Lit Cap Z or as whichever you prefer. Um, he is the person that's going to be providing you guys with the stocks inside of our stocks channel in our Discord. So if you don't have access to that now, be sure to head over to litcapital.co.uk, head over to the packages and get access to the community. Um, from that being said, we're going to cover a range of topics today, going over um, what type of stocks you're interested in, best platforms to trade, how long you've been trading, top 10 picks for, for, for stocks, and, and what other industries capture interest when it comes to stocks, whether it's um, uh, pharmaceutical, crypto, etc. Um, so with that being said, Ads, as we're going we're gonna to take it away, really, with how long you've been trading, sir. Tell us a bit about yourself. How long you've been trading stocks? Um, so it's been a couple of years now. Um, my friend was, you know, he was buying and selling stocks. Um, I was kind of interested. And, yeah, he, he showed me the app that he used, you know, gave me his little promo code, got a free share when I signed up. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I started really small. I got people to use my code, so I had a bit of capital first before I put my own money in. Um, you know, it wasn't much, a couple hundred quid. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, one thing led to another, and, you know, you get interested, you learn, you just, you just learn every day, like, off of everyone as well, you know. It's, it's quite a collaborative environment. But, yeah, I mean, you just grow over time. Your, your portfolio grows and your knowledge grows, really. Yeah, amazing. Um, and I mean, just in regards to everything you just said then, so when you said, you know, you got a free share, um, a free stock, what, what, what platform would you say that you was first introduced to? And are you still using the same platform now or have you progressed into something else? Yeah, yeah. Um, so my friend, he got me on the, the app Trading212. Um, you know, it's quite a big one in the UK. Uh, unfortunately, you can't really use it in the US at the moment. They've got they've got similar, uh, you know, they've got Robinhood and, and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, Trading212, it's a really easy platform. Like it's quite simple as well. Like if, when you're brand new to things, they they simplify everything, even down to the charts. Um, obviously, you know, the more you get used to it, you know, there's advanced features. But Trading212, yeah, that's that's the main one for me. Um, and obviously, yeah, like I said, they do like a promotion, you know, when you sign up and you use your friend's referral code, you and your friend both get a free stock. Um, I got, uh, I got Starbucks as my first free stock. It was, it was about 65 pounds, something around there. Um, and then, yeah, once I signed up, obviously I then had my own referral code and, you know, just started giving it out to my friends when they were interested about trading. And when they signed up, I'd get free stocks but you know there was a limit 20 was the limit so you know i used all 20 of the referrals like over the course of you know the first few months and you know i probably had about 350 pounds out of it and that's basically what i used to start wow okay so i mean you got given starbucks as your first stock that's, that's, that's it was, old man 
It was lucky, yeah. It was lucky. <laughs> Gave you a pot of gold, boy. Do you still have it now or did you let go of it? Um, no, I mean, after a couple of months, uh, I think I was up about, it was about 12% maybe. So, you know, I just, I had some other ideas that I wanted to invest in. So, you know, I just sold it and, and moved it into, to, you know, growth stocks that I could sort of grow that money a bit further. Yeah, yeah. Okay, amazing. Um, and, you know, moving past that, with, of course, you having an insight into the stock game and being able to actually get yourself a decent stock because, you know, I've also signed up to 212 and, you know, the first stock they gave me was National Grid, you know. Absolute it is random. Garbage, you know. So yep. it was like you was, you was able to start your journey off in the right footsteps by, you know, having something that gave you an interest to say, or gave you a reason to be interested, should I say, excuse me, just due to the price alone. Um, and I wanted to say to you, you know, just in regards to the stock market now, stocks are really high, you know, despite all of the pandemic, despite the global pandemic, we're still seeing stocks riding high. We're seeing people put into a position where, you know, a lot of companies are being bailed out by governments and, you know, stocks are continually, uh, continually to rise. So, how does that relay back into you know the stocks that you're trading are you just seeing everything green at the moment or are you still seeing a mixture of both well that's the thing you have to you have to sort of understand the market and the world as a whole i mean we are in a bull market at the moment so i mean it's hard to not make money right now yeah. but that's where your strategies sort of have to come in i mean the strategies that you're using now in a bull market won't always work especially when you know, the market cools down and, and, you know, we, we get a correction, which I do feel like might come, you know, in the next few months, maybe, uh, especially if, you know, the new strain and everything sort of makes its way over to that side of the pond, then yeah, we could see a correction, but a lot of people are anticipating, you know, a repeat of last year, a big crash, but at the moment, you know, we've, with everything that's going on, I feel like, yeah, we, we're in for a small correction, but I, I wouldn't be, you know, hesitant to invest in the market right now. Okay. Um, I was listening to a podcast um, from Dan Pena and, um, you know, he was saying, he was saying months ago, really, before the whole uh, election that, you know, 2021 was going to be the best time to invest into stocks. He said the stock market's going to fly. He was saying to buy and, you know, I was listening to this guy thinking he's crazy. You know, <laughs> the market is most likely going to go the complete opposite way. Because, um, you know, Donald Trump was saying that if he loses the election, the markets are going to crash. And, you know, all we've seen is the complete opposite. So, you know, for yourself, <clears throat> when you, I mean, just, just in regards to your investment strategy, have you looked mainly for the blue chip stable companies or have you looked into, you know, smaller companies that, that have potential to grow or, have a potential endorsement on their on their hands, which gives you a, you know, a, a, a step above or a step ahead, should I say, to be able to capitalize on, you know, when they when they go public or when they when they get their so-called deal or you know whatever it is in that field that brings them from yeah. I don't know five pound per stock to to fifty pound. Okay, well, obviously in the beginning when you're when you're quite new to stocks you know, your risk tolerance isn't that high. So you do tend to start with blue chip stocks, um, you know, your Apples and, and your Amazons and so on. Um, but obviously, the more time you spend in the market, you, you sort of, 
you know, you want to see games all the time and slow games are the best games, but it depends, you know, on your portfolio size and, you know, your risk, your risk appetite, I would say, because if you're someone who the risk is, you know, you don't, you want to minimize your risk, then you would go for your blue chip stocks, um, especially, you know, in this current circumstances in the market and everything that's going on. Um, but over time, you know, once your your risk appetite, you know, gets bigger and, and you want to make quicker gains and, and everything, yeah, you do start looking into growth stocks and, you know, where the market is and where the hype is, um, which sort of, you know, led me to, to SPACs recently. Um, but yeah, I mean, it all depends on the market and and, you know, what's going on around us. It's like you said, the elections you have to look at these things and, and you have to look at like historic events, like history always does repeat itself. So, you know, we had a big, you know, market crash last year that also happened, you know, in the early 1900s. And, you know, after that year, what happened is, you know, the market went on a boom for ages mm -hmm. and, you know, a lot of people are anticipating that. So there's either two ways we're looking at it. You know, we're either anticipating, you know, a big boom over the next couple of years and the market to just get higher or, you know, we're looking at maybe a short-term correction. Yeah, yeah. Okay, interesting. And you mentioned SPACs. I mean, <clears throat> the only SPAC I've heard of is, is SPAC Nation. You know, you're, <laughs> you're not a part of them, are you? Nah, nah. So, so a SPAC, a SPAC is, it, they've been really hot at the moment, the last few months. Um, a SPAC is basically, it, it stands for a special purpose acquisition company. Now, in plain English, it's basically a shell company. So it's a company that's, you know, publicly listed on the stock market. We can invest in it, but they don't do anything. They're essentially just a big pile of cash and, you know, a, a management team for that cash. And it's basically the management team's job to, you know, find a target and merge with them. And, you know, once that whole process is, is over and they, you know, the merger is complete, they are no longer a SPAC. They're now, you know, a publicly listed company. Mm -hmm. But that's, that's what I like about SPACs. We get into them as their SPACs and, you know, it's up to you if you want to stay short or long, but, if you're staying long, then you're, you're investing into a SPAC for who they're going to merge with. Yeah. Got you. Got you. Okay. Um, and just in regards to the SPACs then, so, you know, <clears throat> what's been your biggest SPAC? Is that what you call it? Did we call it a SPAC, your biggest SPAC? Sounds a bit weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, you know, a SPAC is still a stock. It's, you know, a normal stock like the rest of them. It's just not an established company. Like I said, it's just a shell. Yeah. Um, so you've always got to see, you know, like who the target is and if they, if they even have a target. Sometimes, you know, if you invest into a SPAC and they, there's no target or, or no plan in place, then you're basically just parking your money there for a while until that happens. That's why uh, I, I'm, I'd say I'm half and half. I'm short-term and long-term investor. You know, when I find good ideas that I like for the long term, then, you know, I will just put money in there and I won't look at it. But, you know, sometimes short term, you know, we'll, we'll find a SPAC that has a target 
And, you know, if we like that target and, you know, we don't think it's good for the long term, but we think, you know, short term we could see some movement, then, yeah, we could invest into that. But I'd say, you know, there's a lot of different SPACs at the moment that are around different industries. I mean, everyone knows the EV market is hot at the minute, all the electric vehicle stuff that's going on. And especially with the presidency, you know, we're looking for that whole sector to boom. But there, there are SPACs in every field, you know, there are medical SPACs, there are SPACs that are looking to merge with fintech companies. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, you have to be on top of on top of the market and you have to be sort of interested in the sector that you're investing into. So you're constantly keeping up to date with it and and seeing what new SPACs are coming out and, you know, what's in the works out there. Okay, understood. Um, and you mentioned there that, you know, there's a different range of SPACs and, you know, the EV sector seems to be the most you know, most popular one right now. Just touching on that, you know, we saw, we saw recently that, the, uh, that Elon Musk became the uh, richest man in the world. You know, with Elon Musk, I guess, leading the forefront of technology, there are also smaller companies which are, you know, trying to, to walk in his footpath. You know, what companies in the EV sector have, have caught your interest? Yeah, so I mean, a lot of them have been coming out at the minute. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the EV sector is hot because we now know that, you know, 2030, we're looking to stop the sale of brand new petrol diesel cars. So from 2030 onwards, the only brand new car you should be able to purchase on the market is going to be an electric vehicle. Okay. So with that, you know, everyone has that in a, in a long term view. So that's where now, especially Tesla has been on the rise. You know, a lot more companies want to come out and compete with them. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's all it's always good for the environment and pollution and, and everything like that. So it's always a good sector to be in. But like we said, we know the long term what's gonna what's gonna be the new normal and it's gonna be electric vehicles. So with that in place, like we said, a lot of companies are coming out. So, you know, the the main ones, Tesla, big established company. Um, but now we have new companies coming through. So in the UK, um, a few months ago, we have a company called Arrival that is going public through a SPAC called CIIG. Um, so, so they're like a British company and they manufacture electric buses. So now they're looking to cater to the public transportation market. Um, you know, that's one, for example. Another one would be uh, ChargePoint. That was the first sort of SPAC that caught my eye, was ChargePoint going public through a SPAC called SBE, Switchback Energy Acquisition. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can see, if you, if you have a look at them on the chart, you know, like most SPACs are around the $10 mark. And when the news come out that they were doing a merger, you know, we saw it jump to about 13, 14, and then since then it just hasn't stopped. We've seen, you know, highs 30 to $40. Um, so that, like with that being said, you know, there are so many companies seeing the potential and they're coming through a lot of new startups or even a lot of established electric vehicle companies that were private that now want to raise capital to, you know, expand and, and get ready for the new future that we're looking at. Yeah. Yeah, and it's interesting times. I mean, I, I knew of a company uh, called Nikola. I'm not sure if you've heard of them before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, to my research, they was meant to be the next Tesla. 
and just in regards to you know the information we had and uh when they went public etc we saw a lot of 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 good um good publicity around them which you know was rallying the price but it then later had come out that they wasn't basically going to be the next tesla due to the things that they could or couldn't provide and what I realized was, I mean, we bought the stock with one of our other analysts telling us to get in and um, we rolled the price up. So we made profit, um, a substantial amount of profit. But then what came out was that, so the company was saying they was worth an estimate, I think it was 500 million, um, but they hadn't sold anything yet. So, so when it came down to their presentation and stuff, we'd actually seen that the whole uh, site that they needed to actually uh, maintain these vehicles on hadn't yet been built and that was going to cost more than it was going to cost about two or three hundred million so it's going to cost a lot yep. of money but again the the point was that they hadn't even made a single penny and we'd seen the price you know shoot up as well as shoot right back down just due to the fact that they had been kind of exposed to to not having the numbers which you know was always i guess there in front of you but you know sometimes hype really does lead people into a yep. um and you know, price just dropped down. And a question I wanted to ask you is: Does that happen a lot? Do you see a lot of uh, spacs that that make false promises, and then when something actually comes, or sorry, do you see it? Do you see a lot of spacs that make false promises and just end up, you know, fizzling out? Is that quite often? Is that a reoccurring thing, or is not really something you come across? Well, I just want to point out with Nicola, I would put Nicola in a whole separate category. I mean, I know they were a SPAC and, you know, like we said, they rose and everything. But the thing with Nicola is, you know, a lot of bad news came out in the end, which drove the price down. I mean, I'm sure you probably saw, you know, the fake advert that they had, you know, about their truck that could run on, on you know, either, I can't remember what it was, hydrogen or... Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and in the end, everyone found out that in reality, that, that advert was, you know, shot on a hill road to, and they just rolled it down the hill. So it wasn't actually <laughs> working. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm not being funny, but when news like that comes out and we basically, you know, caught on to a lie... Or, or a false advertisement, then yeah, I mean, we are going to see a sudden drop and a big one. Um, it, it's a lot of it, you know, this market relies on faith. You have to be faithful in your investment. And when, when the investors aren't, aren't faithful and, you know, they've been led into what they believe is one thing and then we find out that it's another, then yeah, I mean, we're going to see that happen. Um, there are been, there, there's been a few, I mean, it, the price action with them, you know, the run up to the merger is always, you know, the ride, the wave that will, will, you know, will make the money. But once they merge, it can go either way. I mean, you know, if there is hype and, you know, the numbers are good and then everything checks out and they merge, then yeah, like we could see, we could see more, more gains. But, you know, like once they merge, um, you know, it can go either way, you know, we can't, we can't, well, we, we can only predict, I mean, you know, we'd be millionaires if, if we could know the future, you know, yeah. but it all depends on reputation, the company, you know, the fundamentals, the, the numbers really, but like you said, you know, when companies, they don't have a product, they don't have no revenue, then always take it with a pinch of salt and, and, you know, maybe not get married to the stock, maybe make your gains and get in and out. But yeah. 
you know, there are a few out there at the minute that don't have product, like, like let's say Fisker, for example, you know, that's a new, that, that was a SPAC um, and obviously they merged and now they're called Fisker. But if you look at it, you know, they have a really nice car that they're, they're making, you know, it looks a bit like the, the Range Rover Evoque, fully electric and everything. But yeah. they're not going to be ready until 2020. So, you know, we saw, we, you know, we got in around the, the 10, 11 mark, you know, we rode it to the 20s and, you know, once they merged and, you know, everyone sort of realizes that we're going to be waiting a while until, you know, we see revenue, then yeah, you do see the price drop. But that's why I like to invest in, you know, companies that have, have some numbers behind them. We're not just riding on dreams, as I would yeah. say. Yeah, I understand. Um, and you know, just talking about the stocks that you know really have done you well in, in regards to the SPAC, the SPAC nation, let's let's call it that. <laughs> ended. Um, in regards to those stocks, what's what would you say is one that you know, uh, investors right now who are looking to find something that's you know considerably cheap but still something that's showing good promise, good value that they could get a, a large amount of stocks? What would you? What would you, I mean, well, this will really take us into our top 10, but what would you say would be the best stock that you could, the best stock you've had and the best stock that you're, that you would recommend? Okay. Um, so I'd say, I'd say one of my biggest short term winners was a SPAC called NBAC, N-B-A-C, ticker symbol. Um, I, I got in on them, you know, around the $11 mark and over the course of like one day when the news come out, um, you know, they're, they're merging with a company called Nuve and they basically have this vehicle to grid technology, which it isn't new, um, but we want to start to see more of it put into place and that's their main focus. And I mean, if you don't know about vehicle to grid, it's basically a way where if you have an electric car that's fully charged and let's say, you know, you, you arrive to work at eight o'clock in the morning and your car's going to be sitting in that space all day, um, then the vehicle to grid technology can take the electricity out of the car, distribute it to nearby, you know, businesses or homes that need the electricity. And then, you know, closer to a time where you're going to be using it, you know, they can funnel electricity back into your car. So it, it was like it never left. And it's, it's like an asset in a way, you, you know, you can make money off of it. Uh, you know, who knows how much, but, you know, it's just a new sort of technology. So with that one, I got in at the 11s and, you know, all the news come out. And the, 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 we had a lot of really good PR over a couple of days and, you know, it shot up to about $22. And, you know, it was about, it was almost 100% that I was up on it. So when something goes up that fast, I mean, you know, what goes up must come down, especially that fast. So I, I got 100% out of it. Um, you know, I, I took my initial investment out. I took half of the profit out and then I just left some shares in there just to ride for the future. And I mean, I predicted right because over the next couple of days, it shot right back down. Um, I don't have the chart in front of me, but I remember it being around, you know, the, the 14, $15 mark. And then it, you know, went down a little bit more, but over the course, like that was a few months ago. And since then it's just made it steady climb. I mean, it's probably, uh, last time I checked a few days ago, it's, you know, around the twenties again. So that, that was probably my biggest short term winner. Um, but so one that I really like for the future for long term, um, I, 
like disclaimer, I did get in quite early. I got in around the ten dollar ninety mark. Um, it's around sixteen dollars sixty now. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a ticker symbol APXT Apex Technology, and they're going to be doing a merger with a company called Avepoint. Um, Avepoint is um, you know within the cloud space, but they are Microsoft's number one partner. So you know I do feel like that would be one you know that I would keep an eye on for the long term. Um, but one good thing, like we already spoke about, it's not a company that's on you know pipes and dreams. Like it already has revenue, it's got numbers, and you know it has a clear pathway to you know progression and expansion and growth. So, you know, I would definitely keep an eye on that for the long term. I do feel like, you know, over the next year or two, they're going to grow into, you know, quite a big player in that space. Interesting. Um, and this takes me into the next question, which was um, your best picks. What would be your best? What would be your LitCap Z's top 10 picks? Short or long? Short or long? Okay, so we're going to do a bit of a mixture. Let's say we'll do five of each, short and long. Uh, we'll start with long. Obviously, like I said, number one would be APXT. I do like that long term. Um, I'd say, I mean, let's mix it up a bit. Let's say long term within the EV sector. One that I like the most was NGA, Northern Genesis. Um, they're doing a merger with Lion Electric. I mean, uh, again, I got in around the $11 and $12 mark and, you know, we're, we're at $27 at the minute. That's, we're going to see a bit of a pump, you know, maybe today or tomorrow because, you know, they're going to be doing a ben, Benzinger interview and they're going on mad money with Kramer. So we'll see a bit of a pump with them. But I do like that for the long term. Um, you know, they've got some big contracts with Amazon and, and stuff like that, that they'll be supplying them with their electric vans and so on. Um, so that that's two for the long term. Um, another one for the long term, I would say maybe SSPK Silver Spike Acquisition. They're doing a merger with an uh, an app in America called Weed Maps. Um, it, it's I would say it's a weed stock, but it isn't. It's more of a tech stock because they don't you know they're not hands on. It's just an app, and it's a service that you know that they provide to you know the vendors that that um, you know, sell all the weed and everything in America. So that's another one. So that's three, SSPK, APXT and NGA. Um, let's say three short term. Short term, my biggest short term swing at the moment is ACAM, ticker symbol. Um, they're doing a merger with a company called Carlots. Um, and we're looking to swing that over the next couple of weeks. Um, I'm pretty sure their merger date we're looking at around the 20 the 20th the 21st of this month so you know i'm in on them um it's fairly quite cheap as well at the minute it's still 11 dollars 80 um i'm in at 11 dollars, so it's not far off my entry point um and yeah i'm i mean i'm probably gonna get out of that one maybe the day before the merger maybe leave some in for the long run um but yeah that's a short-term swing there um, another one I'd say is I'm, I'm invested in short term is AMCI. Um, they're doing a merger with Advent Technologies, you know, within the fuel cell and hydrogen space. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was in on them at 10. I got out at 13. I jumped back in at 14 and we're at 17 now. 
So, you know, I'll probably, I'm looking to get out, you know, maybe around the 19, 20 mark. Um, but, but that's again, maybe leave some profit in there for the long term. Um, and another one that for the short term, I would say maybe it was a SPAC. It was IPOC, but now the merger is complete. So they trade as Clover Health Investment, ticker symbol CLOV. Um, you know, we saw a nice run up. I got in around the 11s. We, we ran up to, you know, it was the high 16s. I think we just hit 17 at one point. Um, but we've had a little drop. But I do feel like, you know, that is, that, that's a monster in the long run. And I feel like the more people, you know, see that, you know, within the next month or two, you know, we could see a big spike, especially with the drop from 17. We're now, we're now at 1460. So, you know, people can see that, you know, a lot of people buy the dips. So we could see a nice little growth there for some short term gains. Um, let's see. Another one I would say for some short term gains, uh, ticker symbol FIII, uh, forum merger three. They're doing a merger with another EV player, um, ELMS, Electric Last Mile Solutions. So, you know, we're still fairly low in the 13s. So once we get some more news on their merger dates and, you know, closer to the merger, we could see some short-term gains there that we can get in and out on. Um, let's say another long-term, would I would say, maybe GHIV, ticker symbol, Gores Holdings. Um, they're doing a merger this month. Um, so, uh, you know what, I would say this is a bit of both. You could short-term this or you could long-term it. And they're doing a merger with United Wholesale Mortgage. Um, so, you know, a big mortgage company in America. It's supposed to be one of the biggest SPAC deals. Uh, that we're looking at and you know we've seen some rumors that you know they could be paying dividends as well um you know once they the merger is complete and everything but yeah i mean for the long term it's always good to be in you know the mortgage real estate industry have some of that in your portfolio but also it's still quite cheap um you know it's at 1280 at the minute so on the run up to the merger we could see it maybe hit the 15 16 mark and, you know, short term, we could get out around that area and then maybe leave some profit in there for the long term. Because um, like I said, you know, hopefully if the rumours are true, we get some dividends out of that. That's always nice. Um, but I mean, how, how many is that that we've gone over? Let, let's throw one more in there for them. Um, sure. I, I would say ticker symbol THCB, Tuscan. They're doing a merger with a big battery player, uh, Microvast. Um, it's, it's, it's almost done. I mean, we're just waiting for, you know, one more news announcement, um, you know, definitive agreement and like the merger date. But I mean, that's at 15.75 at the moment. And, you know, the EV sector is hot. So, you know, batteries maybe being looked at as picks and shovels plays. Then, yeah, I mean, same thing, short and long that. Okay. Okay. Well, I've, uh, I've been taking notes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure people who play who are, who are listening to this uh, are going to pause it and rewind it back. Um, so I do thank you for the information. And uh, you've also given out a large range of stocks um, inside the Discord channel. So just for those who don't know, um, what we're going to be doing is making the stocks inside the Discord exclusive. So you will only be able to find 
um, as his picks on stocks inside the Discord. But then he will also be giving you guys a course combined with information on a podcast. So if you guys have enjoyed this podcast, be sure to let me know, which I'm sure you will. Be sure to let me know any questions you have. Um, and you can fire over those questions at Cavell at litcapital.co.uk. Um, and I'll be sure to ask him the questions. But the course that he has coming out, um, we're most likely going to bring out this course towards the middle of February. Uh, and that's to make sure we've packaged everything together for you. Um, and it's going to be for a one-time fee uh, with inside a small period of time where you can learn everything from start to finish and, of course, be on your way um, to making those profits and you know spreading the word about how cryptocurrency, how Forex, and how, of course, stocks can definitely be a part of anyone's life. Um, but what I wanted to ask you is, you know, you mentioned earlier on at the start of the call, Trading212, is that the only platform you use, bro, or do you use other platforms? Um, I mean, Trading212 is my favorite because they don't charge no commission. There's no, you know, deposit fees and, and so on and so on. But it, it is a nice play play app. Um, a lot of people would call it like like in America, you know, they would play around on Robin Hood. But for long term, you might want to have more of a mature, you know, broker. Um, we've got Hargreaves Lansdowne. There's, there's, you know, there's quite a few you can choose from. Um, but I, I would say maybe them sort of apps for long term investments. You know, maybe if you find some good stocks that you think would be good over the next few years, maybe five five, 10 years even, then yeah, maybe invest in, in apps like Hargreaves, Lansdowne and them sort of brokers. Because, you know, they do charge fees. Uh, I'm not exactly sure how much, but you know, there, there are a lot of fees with other brokers, but that's why for short term and, you know, quick in and out, I would definitely recommend 212 because like I said, no fees, no, no nothing. You put your money in there. If you run up 100%, your money's doubled and, and so on. You don't have to, nothing comes out, out of it in the end. Okay, perfect. I think uh, we were just losing you there towards the end. Sounded like um, either your connection's going or the powers that be don't want you to spread so much information. Um, so you know, <laughs> I, I was going to ask you some questions just based on crypto stocks and other various industries. But what I would do is, um, we will limit down exactly how much we'll tell people because I know you was eager to tell people how they could purchase a uh, SPAC and the best place to find that. But that's also a part of your course as well. So um, if you guys want to know yeah. how to, you know, how to find a SPAC, the best way to find SPACs that's going to support, um, you know, your portfolio strategy of, you know, um, whether it's short term or long term, then, you know, LitCap as is going to be the person to reach out to. And of course, his course will be starting from February. So from now until February, what we are going to be doing is just giving as much as value as possible. Um, but tell me, as just in regards to your, your stocks, what would be, you know, just so, you know, let's see it as someone who has no clue about trading whatsoever. Okay. Um, or let's just say they've been trading Forex. So for our students, they've been trading Forex, but they are interested in, in picking up, you know, this skill set of trading stocks. What would be a small amount that would be substantial for them to start with? Um, well, I mean, like I said, I, I started with about 350 pounds around that area. 
um, you know, you could you could get in, you know, maybe 10 shares of a SPAC around, you know, if you're in cheap, you know, 10, 10 $11 range. And yeah, I mean, you could get 10 shares of, you know, a cheap SPAC, it will cost you around 80 pounds. So, you know, with me, I had, you know, five SPACs or so that I had 10 shares of and, you know, kept growing it and growing it. But if you wanted to, obviously, like most people already know, the more you put in, you know, the more you can you can gain on your gains. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, around 500 to 1,000 pounds would be more than enough to sort of get you get you started, you know, get you seeing some decent gains, um, you know, that you can then use to then reinvest. Sure, okay. And just with that being said, what would you say has been to date over the past four to five months, what's been your highest percentage you've seen as a return on these specs? On a SPAC, on a SPAC, I would say about two hundred and eighty percent was maybe more. Um, let me have a look. There was a couple of big winners um, that were around that you know was a very big percentage. Um, I wish I put more in. It's always the way. Um, but if we're just going off percentage alone, I would definitely say SBE was a very big winner. Um, you know, like I said, we got in there around the $11 mark, um, $11, $12. And at the moment it's at 44, 48 uh, per share. Um, I mean, we've seen highs of just over 46. So, you know, that's four X your money on that one. Um, but another big one was definitely Bean. Um, you know, same thing again, um, we saw that go to all-time highs of around like $74. So, you know, seven times your money. Um, but yeah, I mean, not, they're not all, you know, romantic stories. Uh, there are a lot of, you know, mediocre ones, but, you know, to people that see very small amounts of gains over long periods of time, they, they don't see mediocre, um, you know, even 15 to 20%. And we've had a lot of 50 to 80% returns. Um, but yeah, like I said, SBE being, um, you know, these were very big winners. Okay, okay. And um, one of the questions that someone wanted me to ask you um, is this. Let's say you're up, like you just said, 300%, okay, on a stock. And now that you're up 300%, okay, you're in a position where, of course, you've you know tripled your money. What do you do? Do you take out all of your profit and just leave in the remainder? Do you take out fifty percent? Do you leave it all in? Do you scale out maybe five percent a week? What what what's what do you do? Well, uh, well, what I do and and you know might not work for everyone. The the things you have to remember is people's risk appetite. Mm -hmm. people's portfolio size and you know their overall goals and their strategy um but me myself if i was up 300 percent on something i would take out my initial investment so it's only the profit is left in there and then you know 300 percent is a pretty big return and uh, you know let's say that was over the course of a month, you know, that's quite a big run up in quite a short amount of time. So I would probably even take out half of the profit as well, 
and then maybe just leave, you know, 50% of the profit, you know, on a 300% return to just ride in there. If I liked it for the long term, you know, if I feel like it's a short term play, then, you know, and it's quite a big return, especially for my portfolio size, I would definitely cash out and maybe only leave 5% of the position in there. Okay. Okay. Understood. Understood. So, I mean, I think we're happy to, to kind of wrap it up there really, because that's, I, I feel like we've covered enough ground. We've set the foundation, you know, we haven't given you guys the stake, but we've given you guys the starter. So if you guys would like to hear more and you'd like to get us on another podcast, just be sure to um, give us some reviews, head over to litcapital.co.uk. Be sure to drop a comment, um, head over to the YouTube channel, like and subscribe, you know the vibe. Um, as just in regards to your social media, um, you know, I know you're on Twitter. What, where can they find you on Twitter, bro? Uh, well, I've started up a Twitter recently. It's called The Stock Games. So at The Stock Games. Um, you know, I do, I do put some calls out there now and again, but I'm mainly active, you know, in the Lit Capital Discord. Um, so, yeah, I mean, definitely stay tuned in there. That's where I'm up to date the most and I, and I put the most of my plays and ideas. Um, but yeah, on Twitter, you know, you can find me on there and I, and I do retweet a lot of stuff on there that, that is useful um, that you can see. But yeah, definitely find me on the Discord. Perfect, perfect. Well, look, brother, I appreciate your time that you've given me today. Um, I've also found this very educational. Um, and I'd like to say that, you know, off air, you gave me a stock uh, two days ago, um, GS Acquisition Holdings. Okay, sorry if I've just let the cat out of the bag there, but you gave me that stock and it's now up 8%. So, you know, I've already seen gains for myself to say, yeah, I wish I bought some more as well, you know. Um, but nonetheless, it's gains. And it's, it's something that I can say from a, from a low to medium risk perspective and a long-term, with a long-term um with a long-term play, I believe stocks is definitely going to be something that can just grow people's interest and it can correlate to the global economics. It can, cor- it can correlate to what you're seeing happening on a daily basis to, to what you believe um, can happen just based on the news that's being thrown out there. So, yeah, man, I'd like to thank you for your time and um, I'd like to bring you on to another episode if you'd be so kind to grace us with it. And let people oh, know... Thanks for having me, man. It's been a pleasure, my bro. Um, last thing I was going to say to everyone is if you guys are interested in the stocks, of course, the channel is there for you guys to communicate. But if you're not inside the Discord and you're just listening to this on your Spotify or any other major streaming platform, be sure to head over to litcapital.co.uk. Get access to our community so you can get access to our cryptocurrency ideas, our stock ideas, our Forex ideas, and much, much more. Um, On that note, we'll secure the bag. And remember, every day is money day.